episode last week on the podcast, when we were talking about unmasking health at the very end, I talked about chaos planning. Well, today we're going into what is chaos planning. So chaos planning is something I have been using for years with my clients and You know, I just never kind of created a podcast episode on it. And a few weeks ago, I was invited to the Healthy and Awake podcast to talk about chaos planning. And I was just, I realized that I never really talked about chaos planning with you guys. And it's so powerful for my clients. So we're going to be discussing that today. So a little bit of background of how chaos planning came about anytime I was coaching a client. Generally, at some point, it all started out with everything was great until whether they're talking about their diet their fitness routine whatever healthy habit they were talking about they were a lot of times something was going really well until it didn't maybe there was a death in the family maybe it was school sports or school starting or school ending or the birth of a new baby or whatever it is something threw them off their game so what I started doing with my clients is we started preparing for that and this revolutionized my coaching when I dealt with clients If anyone's ever worked with me, I do really laser coaching sessions. So the first session's about 40 minutes, follow-up sessions are about 15 to 20 minutes. And when we're doing laser coaching sessions, we really have to get right to the point. And I think chaos planning really allowed for a lot of that. So let's talk about how chaos planning works. So what I want you to do is I'm actually going to give you the outline for chaos planning. So grab a notebook, write this down, If you want, I have a little journal book. You can go to lauratimbrook.com slash chaos and you can sign up for our newsletter and download a chaos planner and it'll walk you through essentially what we're talking about on the podcast today. So one of the things what you wanna do is you wanna outline the things that typically throw you off. Generally, we have our own certain lists. Like I said, for a lot of my clients, it could be school sports. It could be school starting or ending. It might be a busy time in the office. You know, from January to March, maybe you're an accountant and it's super busy. So we want to kind of outline what it is. We want to also kind of outline things that might come up that we might not really know, but we know it's might come up if someone's sick, maybe they're on hospice, so you know there might be a death in the family soon, something that you kind of know might be coming. That's something else we want to kind of plan for. Once we have these ideas that we know what could be our hiccups in our system, now we want to plan for those hiccups in the system. And the great part of this is once we plan for those hiccups in the system, really doesn't matter what's coming up because we're going to know how to deal with any hiccup in the system. But that's how we really start. From there, I want you to write down what do you normally do when these hiccups happen? Like what's your fallback routine? Let's say your hiccup in the system is school sports. And you know in the spring when school sports start that dinner becomes a big issue. You be eating healthy all week, school sports comes, dinners are pizzas and McDonald's and Burger King and all kinds of crappy food you wish You were not feeding your family. So we want to know, okay, we know school sports are an issue. We know the biggest issue is dinner. Now let's plan for it. Let's pick out some healthier alternatives. Listen, if your option is still pizza, okay, can we do pizza with a salad? Can we do pizza with a vegetable on it? Is there something else healthier at the pizza place that they can make? Let's look at that. Maybe you have, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be pizzas. Maybe it's I can do frozen foods. We could do microwavable meals. Okay, what kind of microwavable meals can we get? 
Is there healthier ones? Can we look at, you know, I think it's Tattooed Chef makes some really good healthier alternatives to comfort foods. So we could look at something like that. Some of my go-to favorite last minute meals are quesadillas. Quesadillas will always be my go-to. One, I am a big cheese person. Two, I love a quesadilla. Three, it's just what I generally tend to fall back on. So we make the quesadillas a little bit healthier. I get a microplaner. I microplane my grated cheese or I microplane my cheese instead of grating it. One of the reasons why I do this is because I know I don't want more than one ounce of cheese on my quesadilla. More than one ounce of cheese is just too much cheese. But I like cheesy quesadillas because what's a quesadilla without being cheesy? If I microplane that cheese, that cheese is super fine for one ounce of cheese, you get a mountain of cheese. So now I have either frozen vegetables, canned vegetables, sauteed leftover vegetables, whatever it is, I'm going to put it on that. Now I'm going to put a protein. Maybe it's canned chicken. Maybe it's leftover chicken. Maybe it's leftover ground turkey or beef or whatever it is. I'm going to put that on. Sometimes I cook it on stove. Sometimes I get super lazy. I cook it in the toaster oven, whatever it is. Now it's quick. It's healthy. It's done in less than five minutes. If I have to do it with my family, if I have to say make five of them, I can have five of them done in 15 minutes. I am not going to be able to order and get a pizza in 15 minutes. So think about foods that you naturally go to. Rice bowls are another great one. You have that microwave rice, you throw in some leftover veggies or frozen veggies or canned veggies, throw on some cheese, throw on a, like a salad dressing, a little bit of a salad dressing that you like, quick, easy rice bowls. There's so many options, but what we want to find out is what generally sidelines us, what do we usually reach for, and what do we like, and try to build that. Now, this is only talking about if, that ca- if we're talking about food. Maybe it's workout. So maybe you want to start working out, and you know during the winter, you work out first thing in the morning, winter gets really really hard. Winter throws you off. Okay, so let's look at that. Maybe you can't do 45 minutes because maybe just the extra sleep is more important to you. Okay, is there a seven-minute workout plan we can do? Svelte Training, S-V-E-L-T-E. I'll put the links in the show notes. She has seven to 10-minute training sessions. You can double the sessions. You can do single sessions but it's quick and easy. What else can we do? Can we play basketball with the kids? Is there something else we could do that might not be exercising, that might be still getting our movement in? Whatever this healthy behavior is, we want to see how we can better work with it. Same thing if you're a caregiver and you're a caregiver and you have no time for yourself. Maybe instead of focusing on exercising, Maybe we focus on a bedtime yoga routine, really allowing ourselves to relax and restore ourselves. Bedtime yoga routines can be very helpful for maintaining mobility, for reducing stress, to improving sleep. All of these can be really helpful. So sometimes it's just about thinking outside the box. And this is what chaos planning is. It's about identifying what health goal we want to keep, what's the chaos that's usually throwing us off the loop, what we like to do, what can we plan on. And you can have this chaos plan for any healthy behavior. You can have it for days where, let's say you're a runner, days it rains, what am I doing? You know, instead of being like, oh, it's raining today, I can't work out. No, you can work out. You have a chaos plan for that. And that's what it's about. It's about giving us that alternative. It's a plan B, essentially, in our mind that allows us to say, hey, when this happens, 
this is what I'm going to go to. And why this is important, because a lot of times when something happens, it's like, oh, frick, I was on such a roll and now I'm screwed up because I can't X. No, you can. Here is what we can do because what will happen? And I know someone's going to say, well, I can just figure it out in the moment. You will never figure it out in the moment. You're stressed out. You're in that fight or flight and you're not thinking clearly because it just, our brains don't work like that generally. So if we already have the plan and we know when this happens, this is what we're going to do. It gives us a better idea and it allows us to better think on our feet. Let's say you had a plan to do something when something else happens and that didn't work, but oh, I can do this. That's the benefits of chaos planning. It allows us to not get stuck in that stressful moment and that analysis paralysis end. It allows us to think on our feet and choose something so that we don't get sidelined. So we don't sideline our health based on something we don't know what to do. And this is where I found it so powerful because one of the biggest problems, and if you're a health and wellness professional, you'll kind of understand this, is that a lot of times people come to you, they want to do something and, you know, they have a list of reasons why it couldn't get done. And, you know, those lists of reasons are generally all really big hurdles that when they sit down with us might not seem like a big hurdle to us, but in that moment, that was a huge hurdle. And it's uh, being able to think about that. And I can't tell you how many times like a client would come to this, we would think about different techniques and they're like, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Because you're not gonna think about it in the moment. And I can't tell you also how many times I've had clients that they've been on an eating plan, they've been really good, something happened, they got off the plan, and then it was like four weeks before they got back on. Now they're feeling guilty, they're back to square one, and they're kicking themselves. Listen, if we have a plan, we give ourselves a little bit of grace, we can get back on the plan. There is no reason why if we fall off the wagon, we let the entire caravan of wagons roll over us. We can simply get back on. If you had a bad, stressful day at work, you missed dinner, you're starving, you just want something to eat, eat whatever you can. Tomorrow's a new day. Breakfast in the morning can be a healthy breakfast. We don't have to go out and buy a donut the next morning because we're still feeling guilty from the night before. And I think that's one of the big things with chaos planning is it eliminates that guilt. So many times we get so guilty on what we did that we don't just give ourselves a little bit of grace knowing life is hard and this is where we're at. Someone once told me, when you get busy, life gets loud. This is It's such a true statement because I can't tell you how many times in my life things have gotten so busy and I feel like I'm getting smacked at every angle with everything else. And you're just like, God, why can't life just let up for a moment? It's because that's the nature of life. You get busy, life gets loud. We got to deal with it. And the chaos plan will allow us to do this. If you want to write out your own chaos plan, I like to write things out because it just kind of stores it in my memory a little bit better. You can go to lauratimbrook.com slash chaos and sign up for the newsletter. You can download the chaos plan and it really is helpful. You know, so it's one of those things that is there. The podcast is here to help you on your healthy journey. So I hope you had fun in today's episode. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to lauratimbrook.com private coaching and you can schedule an appointment for me. But don't forget to go to lauratimbrook.com slash chaos and download that chaos planner. And I'll talk to you all next week.